This is the Team Lotus Cares podcast. We connect with business owners and managers to protect your business from cyber attackers while providing business clarity empowered by technology. You can make technology for your business more productive, secure, and simple. Now, here is Maria and Curtis. Hey, hello, Maria, and welcome to episode 25 of the Team Lotus Cares podcast. Hello, hello. Thank you, everybody, for uh, listening in. We're continuing through our series of seven different things you can do to protect yourself. And by the way, before we forget, these can all be seen in one webinar, which you can sign up for at lotusbusinesstech.com forward slash CEO. You can sign up there and uh, attend the webinar. So, Maria, how are you doing? Fantastic. You know, whittling through and helping people out and um, whittling through some of their challenges in their business day to day. And uh, today we're going to be informing of a couple things that actually will be spoken about in the webinar. Yes, absolutely. We are, uh, we'll be covering this in the webinar more in depth. This is going to give you a, a taste today, but uh, we're moving uh, through the early part of 2023, which I have to say has moved extremely slowly so far. <laughs> <laughs> I I joke. It, it it's flying by as it does every single year. But a uh, couple of things we're going to be talking about a little bit later on. Thirty five thousand PayPal accounts have been breached, and then um, to top that off, now thirty five thousand. That's chump change compared to T Mobile. They've had thirty seven million accounts, and we'll tell you how it was done. And, uh, and, and it's not deja vu. You've heard this before, but yes. we'll talk about it a little bit more later on. So let's talk about the next of our seven, um, things that we're talking about. We're uh, talking about multi-factor authentication bypass. So let's back up a little bit and talk about multi-factor authentication. So some years ago, you would, of course, log into a system, set up your password at one point. I, the minimums were insane. You could have five characters in a password. You didn't have to have a capital or a lowercase letter. Special characters. Characters, numbers, none of that. Then we started making passwords more complex. And then we said, well, let's make them change their password every 90 days or six months or every year, maybe even months a month. But ultimately, we still had a password problem. So... People put their thinking caps on and they came up with a thing called multi-factor authentication. They said, wait a minute, we'll send out these little devices and it's like a keychain. You put it on your keychain, and you'll push the button and it'll give you five or six digits and you'll put that in. We'll have those in a table on our system and uh, that number comes up correctly. Voila, you're in. So, so we went through that process. But again, you know, companies and banks and everybody does not do not. They send them only to high value customers. Not everybody could get one of those little doohickeys. People lost them, broke them. So the smart folks again went back to drawing more. So wait a minute. Everybody's got these smartphones on them. Let's make an app on the smartphone or let's shoot them a text or give them a telephone call. And then we'll have multiple factors of authentication. And, you know, so it, it comes down to who you are or something you have, or something you know. Well, you know a password, and the something you have is that device that is secured to their system to be able to provide that extra level of authentication. Um, the other 
way too. We kind of went through an intermediate step of fingerprints. I will never forget. I walked into a manufacturing floor and started putting out fingerprint readers and people said, so how's that going to work? I said, oh, it's fantastic. You don't have to remember your password anymore. You just walk up and scan your fingers. So the company's going to have my fingerprint. Well, no, not kind of. Yes. <laughs> they're like, yeah, no, we're not doing that. And I don't think we had maybe one or two people on a whole factory floor that went for that. So, so that is how we ended up with multi-factor authentication using your phone. It's, it's super common. Now banks are using it. Uh, email providers are using it. If your email is not using it, give us a call because you, you have a problem. So it's becoming pretty common. And you probably remember, Maria, the days of the little... Oh, yes, the little flobs. The little RSA flob. Yeah, flob. Yep, yep, yep. So... Banking institutions were using it, the yep. real estate industry, so forth. Yep. Yep. So a few months ago, you may have heard of the Uber breach. This was a breach that... You know, they know that last Thursday you ordered, you know, from McDonald's and and uh, the ice cream machine was broke. They know all that because of this massive data breach that took place some months ago. How that data breach took place was it was a member of their management team that was pretty high up. Uh, he had quite a bit of privilege. And that's what our seven. Um, seven things that you should do. Right. That's to protect what, you why we're addressing it to folks, CEOs, members of management. So this person had a lot of authority, had a lot of privilege. And so what was happening is somebody was trying to access his account and he kept getting dual factor authentication alerts via text. And he was getting them over and over and over and over and over. Hundreds of them. Taunting you. Yes, taunting you and driving them insane so somebody reached out to him and said, look, we're having a problem with the multi-factor authentication. It's stuck. And you're going to get these until the day you move on. So you've got to just approve one and they'll go away. He did. He approved it. Voila, it went away. All's quiet. Everything went away. Everything went away. Until a couple of days later, he sees the news and goes, huh, look at that. Uber's been breached. I wonder if it had anything to do with my issue. Yeah. <laughs> so if you see that, and if you're using multi-factor authentication, that is one of the ways that they can get around. The other way is they can do a thing called porting. And where, and, and I just talked to somebody a couple, probably six months ago, it's probably even a little longer than that, that they had it happen to them that somebody hijacked their cell phone and so they were getting um, messages, not only on their phone, but there was another phone in the universe getting their text messages. So that's a combination of, of hacks. It is. Man in the middle. Yeah. Sim spoofing, where they spoofed a sim. Um, they actually traced it back. They found out smishing. who did it. A little bit of smishing, yep, which we actually are getting into next week is swish, smishing and robo-texting. Mm -hmm. um, so, and and to flash back a little bit, we were just meeting, I don't even have this in the notes, we just, I was just meeting with the security people yesterday afternoon. Uh, we get together every afternoon, Thursday at one o'clock. And one of the things that, that's coming, we're gonna be talking about this over the next couple of weeks, 
with the whole last pass breach, we are going to see a unbelievable wave of phishing attempts. I mean, we're going to see phishing attempts on the level we've not seen before. Um, so be on the lookout for that. And I, I have to say too, and this is just something that's kind of growing as I watch the news the last day or two. And I feel that we may be getting into, I don't want to go into the weeds on this, but we may be getting a bit into a more tense situation with Russia. And we know that one of Russia's big cards in their deck in playing against the United States is cyber attacks. And we may see an increase in cyber attacks that we're already seeing anyways, but those may increase over the next few months. So that's just kind of the, 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 where we're at the moment, the, the, on the plus side though, you can really take care of all of this. You know, what is it they say? You, you know, if you got to go dark, you've got to discuss something that's, that's really um, not good have a good place you can leave folks. And there are solutions. They're pretty simple. It's just, you just need to kind of take a couple of minutes and, and do some things on your, as far as understanding what to do and what not to do. So it's just like anything, right? right. You have bad, bad habits. You gain weight. You don't feel good because you're not having exercised. Yep. Um, just a number of things you have to take care of is creating good habits. Yes. You know, so the recycling of passwords, I mean, recycling is great and wonderful, but not with your passwords, right? And that's what PayPal actually had to come up, you know, between the phishing and people figuring out your passwords. And, and you know, and if you're recycling your password, then, hey, that's, you know, you're going to have some consequences. So just creating some good habits, finding some good solutions, and making sure that you're following through on that. You mentioned recycling and passwords. When recycling was a thing or became a thing in the 90s and mm -hmm. they gave you two bins and separate trash cans. It's we, part of our life now. Now it's, you don't even think about nope. it. I step in the kitchen. We've got a recycling, non-recycling trash cans and boom, I step on the pedal and away. I don't look at the package anymore. Nope. I know what's recyclable. Yeah, Before it's just not. going outside and putting it on a bin. We have now bins inside your home, uh, actual yep. home. And you can go one step further, and it's just making life simpler and simpler. Yep. And you don't Everything have to think about that it. Way. I don't have to stand there and look at it. So what letter recycling is this? This recyclable glass. Correct. We don't do that anymore. No. People just boom, boom, boom. They our life. That's where you need to get when it comes to cybersecurity. So thank you for that. That was a good, uh, that popped into my habits and recycling. We've, we've conquered that habit, and I think we can conquer this one too with uh, education and practice. That's Absolutely. for sure. So let's jump in quickly to this PayPal um, exploit. So they did get a hold of 35,000 user accounts. They emailed anybody that was breached. It was done through what's called credential stuffing. In other words, they went out on the dark web, they got some credentials and they just started stuffing them and let's see where they work. Mm -hmm. 35,000 of them did. So they've alerted those clients. And so be on the lookout if you uh, have a PayPal account, um, probably just a good idea to change the password, but definitely look for an email, see if your account has been breached. Now, the other breach is interesting. It's not any, anything anyone's done. It's not your fault in any way. This is purely T-Mobile's unbelievable screw up. So, and by the way, this is the eighth breach for T-Mobile 
in five years. And 37 million user accounts were accessed. We're talking customer name, billing address, email, date of birth, T-Mobile account number, the number of lines on your account. And how they did this was, there's a uh, thing called an API. What it does is it lets two things talk to each other. We set them up in our business all the time. Um, we have various software that talks to other software and systems. Uh, and, and we've done them for a lot of clients. A lot of systems have what they call APIs. Well, T-Mobile had an open, unsecured API. So all you needed was the documentation for that API. You didn't need a password, a username, nothing. You could open up this, um, in this portal into their data and just suck it right up. Isn't it interesting, though? I mean, because a lot of people say, oh, my business is a small business. It's not going to happen to me. You know, well, T-Mobile, I'm not surprised. It's a large organization, right? Yeah. But honestly, that is actually the most simplest of things to ensure that you're, that everything is shut down. Everything right. is, you know, protected. Yeah. And, and not have that accessibility, you know, especially when you have these type of numbers. And, you know, in when you're asked, you know, I, I read the article and it's basically saying it's like, oh, this is the only the information. My goodness, <laughs> that's all you need. That yeah. can create so many. I said, oh, it wasn't social security numbers. It wasn't credit cards. No. Emails, phone mm -hmm. numbers, you know, and which is hence, you know, PayPal, you know, that, that has, you know, implications when you have phone numbers that you can go across the world and, yeah. and utilize. And, well, it takes just a small, you know. A little bit more information. I'm not a hacker. I'm not a cybersecurity hacker, and I don't play one on TV. But it just—I am smart enough to know two plus two is always four, right? And you, you know, and you mentioned too about well, this is a big business and small businesses. You know, they wouldn't be looking at it. So anybody who is in possession of customer data is is a target, and. What has happened is just like this situation with T-Mobile, where they've not been responsible with your data, um, a lot of small businesses have not been responsible. That's what has caused the Federal Trade Commission to toughen the safeguard rule. That goes into effect June 9th of this year, and that's going to affect anybody who houses customer financial data. Absolutely. Car dealerships. Um property managers, financial institutions, CPAs, check cashing places. I mean, just think about all the places where you share financial information and that those businesses now have to tighten up their systems and, and get compliant with this safeguard rule that's coming up. And again, I'm torn on it because I don't like to see more government involvement in our lives, but what are you going to do when businesses are just have like this complete disregard for our data? Somebody's got to step up and police them. Well, that's when exactly when regulation actually, you know, comes in because it's, it's so widespread that it's affecting everyone's life at some point, given point or another. Right. We've already been affected by the last two or three years of all of, you know, everything that goes on. So it cre definitely creates a lot of chaos. And you would think that, you know, it would be unfortunate that you get to the point where you are going to know someone has been affected by something similar. Absolutely. Yep.
So we have a couple of giveaways. One of them is uh, our weekly cybersecurity tips. You can get them delivered to your inbox every Wednesday morning. Maria emails them to you. We will not spam you. We don't sell your address to anyone else. We don't leak it through open APIs on T-Mobile. <laughs> so all you, you need to do is go to weeklycybersecuritytips.com and sign up there. And then also we have, again, I want to mention that we have this webinar coming up. Now, it's it's entitled for CEOs, and that's the address, but anybody can attend this. It yes. wouldn't hurt anybody if you use a computer, smartphone, or an iPad or a tablet to, to get this information. Uh, it's about an hour long, um, I think, maybe not even that I long. Know, no. But uh, if we get some questions, we may push it out to an hour. But uh, it is a webinar coming up. You can sign up at lotusbusinesstech.com forward slash CEO. And uh, just go there and uh, you know give us some info and get signed up. We'll send you a calendar invite and an email invite. And, and we'll uh, cover all seven of these things that you can do to protect yourself. And show you some examples, which is hard to do on a podcast, but we'll be able to show you right on your screen. This is what a phishing email looks like, and here's what you need to look for in particular. Well, we look forward to seeing you guys at the webinar and also at the next webinar. Uh, excuse me, podcast. <laughs> there you go. I will uh, join you for episode number 26 next week. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Team Lotus Cares podcast. This is a free service of Lotus Management Services, business clarity empowered by technology. Visit us on the web at lotusbusinesstech.com.